Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I'm Sandy Jones, the host of this show and publisher of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we received so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in Christian Living Magazine. Back in the studio with me today is Nate Wheeler. Nate is an Army Reserve Chaplain with the 814th Transportation Battalion here in Boise. His story is one of our featured articles in our our, our November-December issue that's still on the stands. Nate was on our show last month, and we had so much fun, we decided we had to do it again. So I think I should just turn the microphone over to Nate. You are a stand-up comic. Thank you so much for joining me today. How oh, are you? It's great. It's, things are going really well. Holiday season's in groove. Uh, yesterday, my dad celebrated his 79th birthday, had him over, tons of fun there. And, uh, you know, Christmas parties are coming, invites, you know, it's all that holiday spirit. So it's really good. All that really fun good. stuff. A lot of fun stuff. A lot of fun stuff. And for once, the uh, stoplights are playing red and green. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Whether people are following those is a different thing. But yeah, they're at least red and green. And we'll just leave it up to society to figure that one out. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I was just in I was just in Los Angeles and I was like, do those people not realize that light was red a long time ago? I just saw a funny little meme here recently. It says, you feel like your job is useless. Imagine being the person installing the turn signal on a BMW. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I was like, that's hilarious. I like that one. Oh my gosh, that's too funny. So as a recap for our listeners, your story says you've been in Idaho the last 40 years. You've been married 25 years. That's in today's age, that's phenomenal. Thank you. And you have three kids. Yes, that's correct. Do you want to give them a shout out today? Yeah, big shout out to Sam, Sean, Beth. Um, they're all here in the Valley. Um, really just each one of them are um, making their own way in a very, I mean, just Tammy and I just sit back and my wife and I just sit back and just go, man, this is a huge blessing. The way we're seeing their personalities come together, the way that we're seeing their passions come together. Um, the way that they're they're all funny and they have these great senses of humor and interactions Where would and they laugh have and that? have no idea have no <laughs> idea but we uh, it's a it's honestly just a real fun time real fun time what what the people listening don't realize is that we have sat here with Andrew the engineer just laughing hysterically for fifteen minutes before we could even start the show yes but that's true it's it's so fun <laughs> we had a great time this last this last interview. And we've and it's been a really fun morning so far, but today we're here for a little bit more serious side. Yeah. Um, as we're going into the holidays, and that's your work as an Army Reserve Chaplain, and we're going to talk a little bit about our young men and women as they're serving away from home, and maybe some of them for the very first time ever being away from home. Yes. Yeah. So uh, just to give the listeners an idea here, so I've I've been an Army Chaplain for you know a couple years, two and a half years. I uh, haven't been deployed or overseas in any environment like that. So a lot of my advice or a lot of my, not really advice, but just thoughts or ideas and stuff come from a lot of other people that I hear and talk from. Um, and so I've got a microphone here and I'm just kind of sharing some of those, relaying those things. So, um, but a lot of it is just a lot of the care for the family that's left back because, you know, they missed their, the one that's overseas, a lot of the ones that's deployed, um, the ones that just aren't here. Um, there's also some geo bachelors, right? So 
their families here, but they are um, working in Germany or they're working over on the East Coast or what have you, right, or in a different country. And that's where their orders have them at, at that base or that fort or that post, right? So they're there working um, and they're just, you know, trying to get home or just some of the fun little Christmas plays and they're just missing out on those things. Um, so they might not even be deployed in harm's way. They just might be working elsewhere. You know, elsewhere for so the military are, side. So what are some of the things that we as family members here, what, can, what are some of those things that we can do for them? Well, there's, there's a, a lot of organizations that you can use um, to uh, send cards or gift packages and things like that that just show that you're caring for them. Um, and there's a, a lot of those that you can get in touch with uh, if you know they're um, base that they're with or their post or the unit that they're working with and connect with them that way. A lot of other ways is um, if you know the family members, just to include them in things. Yeah. Um, hey, you're going to go out and take a look at lights. Hey, do you want to come with me? Or, hey, we've got this pageant of this play that's going on. Or, hey, we have a little Christmas Eve thing that we go to every evening. Do you, or not every evening, but every Christmas Eve. And you would you like to come along with us? It's all this aspect of just kind of including and bringing people along with you. That just kind of helps heal some of the the not so goods during the holidays. So, yeah. and and <clears throat> you know we 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 don't want to focus on it, but there is there's some mental health issues that sometimes go along with this. For sure. And and things are there are is there anything we should be watching for? Oh yeah. So thanks for bringing that up. As a as a chaplain, one of the things that we get trained in is suicide prevention, suicide risk. Um, my unit just sent me up to get some training in. It's called the Suicide Risk Reduction Liaison. And so just kind of understanding community um, um, resources that are there and also along with the military to help them out. And it's once again, just kind of this aspect of being aware of it, right? We, we should engage when we get, um, when there's a situation that pops up. Um, but the result of that, um, we, we can't own on it. So if they still choose to move forward, right, then we just, we can't own that, but we, we should be able to engage and at least say, hey, how are you doing? How are you feeling, right? So during the holidays, the holiday season can sometimes be a little bittersweet for some people, right? Um, sometimes it's it's a reminder of what they're excluded from, um, what they're not belonging to. And sometimes it's a reminder of what they might have to go put themselves again in situations that hurt them. And so in both of those times, it just brings up anxiety and, and hurt within them. And so um, when you start to see people withdraw, you start to see people isolate, you start to see um, them giving away their stuff. You just, you get concerned about those types of things. And that's when you should be able to ask. And a lot of people just don't want to do that because they don't know what to do if they, if the person said, yeah, I am feeling, you know, suicidal, right? Um, that's okay. The main thing is to be with them and then make a call to some mental health professional, give a call to, um, you know, you can call it to a chaplain if you know that and get the health, help that's there. But main thing is just don't leave their side in that situation like that. Be but, there for them, literally. That's right, be there for them, literally. Um, but like I said, the main, one of the biggest keys is when you start seeing this isolation, um, be somebody that's inclusive, be somebody that cares, that brings them around, um, that's that's a big thing. That's a big thing. It so is. So your your job as a chaplain encovers, in, encompasses so many different things, not just that, but um, marital issues. Yep. 
financial counseling, or yep. all the fun things, yep. and, and just general guidance. So let's talk about some of those just a little bit. Yeah, you bet. So a lot of them are, you know, just imagine when you're 19 years old and, and all of a sudden you're or 18 years old, 17 years old, and now you're removed from your family and your social network and you're put into this new way of life. And then you get, if it's full time, then um, you're, you're sent away to, you know, if you're active duty, then you get sent away to a base and you're, or a post and you're just trying to figure out what this looks like. And, you know, you're low person on the totem pole. And so you're, you're getting all the instructions and, and it's just a little, you know, it's, it's a little unnerving, new relationships, new things, right? And, and then you start getting heartbreaks and then you make financial decisions and you wish you had a little bit extra to spending cash. And, you know, just, it's these really, it's just, it's just a new way, right? And so there's, anytime that there's changes in somebody's life, there's always opportunity for the gospel. And there's also opportunity for care. No matter what, there's always opportunity for care and change when during changing circumstances. So um, a lot of times these people come and or we notice it as chaplains and just kind of lean in a little bit. Hey, how you doing there? And, you know, how how are things going? How's you getting settled in? And we're just we're just trying to help them feel welcomed and loved. Um, and of course, there's it's situations that pop up and can be everything from breakups to my car won't run. How can we get help? To um, I, my, uh, you know, I'm, I'm living on the streets now, just in between times, just trying to get help. And you're there to try to give them hope, reassurance, and also trying to actually solve the issue on it. So it's one thing to say, you know, God bless you, be at peace, right? Um, and it's another thing to actually help be that carrier of peace and making sure that hope happens. So um, that's a lot of, of a lot of what we get to do and what we engage in and live in that world of let's let me let you know that um, things might not be great right now but they will get better and i'm here to help you um, not only for you to learn how to work on on your own to get better but i'm also here to support you and give you the tools and give you some insights and things one of the things we talked about before we went on air today is um i was surprised we have a, a family member that married someone in they were in the navy so a different different branch of, yeah. of the service but I was surprised as that young couple went to buy a car and their CO became involved. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize. And so I love that, that um, they're they're not just thrust out into the big wild world all on their own yeah. to do whatever. And so, because it's so easy yeah. to get absolutely buried. I knew a young man one time who moved from here to Florida and Parents kept saying, you know, do you need some help? Oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. And, and when they came home, they had $12,000 in credit card debt, you know. And so I, I love that there's there's a little oversight and a little still parenting kind yeah. of sort of speak, some guidance. For sure, you know? yeah. I like, to look, I like to look at like, you know, that uncle figure, that, you know, that grandfather figure that, you know, that's there to help out and give some guidance and some thoughts and then... Hey, how's it, how's it going? You know, just following up with it. So I love that. I absolutely love that. <laughs> so let's let's shift gears here just a little bit and yeah. talk about uh, because the 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 chaplain. How do I dare say the chaplain thing? Just really <laughs> intrigues me. I you know I work closely with the Idaho Chaplains Association. Oh, they, nice. they they man our call. We have a prayer line in the magazine, and they Very man nice. our prayer line, and and that's awesome. But 
you have some you've you've had some really great experiences. You oh, haven't fantastic. you haven't been an, an army reserve chaplain for terribly long. Correct. But but you've had some great experience. So let's talk a little bit about what it is like being an oh, Army Reserve Chaplain. Yeah, so we've had some great experiences. For me, that a lot of it is in the training side, right? So if somebody wants to become a chaplain, they can get in touch with me. They can get in touch with, um, they call like, you know, Gownfield. They can call um, one of the reserve centers here. Um, they can go down to the recruiter station and say, hey, I would like to be a chaplain. And they'll get them in touch with specific recruiters for chaplains. It's a, it's a longer process and things of that nature, right? Um but it's uh, it's really satisfying and really fulfilling. Um, some of the, I mean, some of the people that you meet are just, they're fantastic, like I was sharing last time, right? Um, so like one of them is when I went down to my chaplain training earlier this year, um, they always connect you up with what's called a battle buddy. And so wherever he goes, you go. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's battle, it's, it's, it's partnered by gender. And you're, and, and that way there's an accountability structure here right so hey where's so-and-so hey where's where's wheeler you know well wheeler's over here and if nobody knows where wheeler's at that's go back to the battle buddy like how come you don't know right and if i didn't tell the battle buddy then he's going to come down on me like how come you didn't tell me where you're going to be you know everybody's you just have this accountability structure and so even when we're walking to class back and forth from where we're staying um you walk you're just with them all the time back and forth on it and the guy that i got you know lucky to get connected with i mean this just tells you just some of the quality of these chaplains that are out there right um, he's, he's, he's a preacher in a church. He teaches at a university there. He's working on his PhD. He needed something else to do, clearly. <laughs> he was already working as a chaplain in the, in the state where he's at. He, he published like five books or four books already, and he's 29 years old. And he deployed a couple different times, was enlisted before, you know, transition into the reserve side and then moved into this chaplaincy side as he felt God was moving in this direction. And he's, he was the, I mean, just amazing resources that this guy had. And you would start talking to him and because his, his specialty was, um, he was doing his church history or in church history, but that's what he was doing his PhD in. And so most time when people think about like church history or want to have a history lesson, you just start yawning or you start to say, you know, this is definitely not the tryptophan hitting me. This is you. I mean, you're you're boring me to tears, right? Like I'm out <laughs> kind of stuff. It doesn't matter what kind of how many Red Bulls, monsters, whatever, you're, you're killing me, right? I, I've never seen somebody be able to talk about that. And and he would start getting circles and like crowd around him as he's starting to talk. And people are like, oh, I wonder what's going on. Oh, yeah, well, Cornwall did this kind of stuff. And this would happen to Puritans. And as they landed over here, we go, there was this kind of... A, and I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. This is just so amazing to me. But... And I'm listening to him. And then you'd have people like, hey, can you, uh, can can we get lunch together? Because I want to know a little bit more about this aspect of this history stuff. And it just goes on and on. Um, people pulling him aside for this and that. And then on top of it, you know, he was, because he was previously uh, deployed and, and was in the military as an enlisted guy, he knew all these protocols and, and how you worked and, and the military way of things, right? And so... Uh, you're just, he was just a really top-notch guy, um, really had his stuff together. Um, uh, he, <laughs> so there's like these books, these, there's, I can't remember the name of them, Tyndale, like um, 
can't remember what they're called, like a different kind of a, a Bible where on one side has the Bible um, scripture and then on the other side they're blank. And so note taking and stuff like this. And so you can read and put all your notes together. And um, a, a true study Bible. A true, yeah, yeah, <laughs> where you're making your own notes and highlights and stuff like this. And he just wanted to be able to do some of that. So he ordered like the whole New Testament and read through those while he was going through, you know, chaplain training because there was nothing else better to do than to preach from remotely from, you know, Fort Jackson and South Carolina to back to his home state to, um, you know, just taking care of other issues and family, just kind of loving them and doing his chaplain thing and taking care of that. And, and you know, why, why not? Why don't I just go ahead and read through the New Testament too while I'm here and just take notes in the next 12? I was just like, my word. Um, he was lucky and he, uh, not lucky, but he, he earned the, um, uh, the distinguished honor grad for our, our unit and, uh, for our class. And he absolutely deserved oh, that. How impressive. Yeah. So, so knowing your sense of humor, I have to ask about <laughs> what kind of antics you, you guys did. Oh, those are, some of those are just classified. They're not going to be shared. <laughs> that's for sure. But we had a lot of, we had a lot of fun. Um, you know, as, as I was telling you, is that we'd walk up and down, right? He was much more of a serious type or but you know ton of sense of humor for sure um but we would sometimes just pray on our way up we'd sometimes sing hymns on our way up and back and i'd ask him questions because i'm brand new right old dude brand new and he's like no 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 this is da 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 here's how da da i'm like okay great and sometimes we'd have dinner together just you know here we are in a little spot and in this room and hey do you want to come over for dinner you know it's nothing fancy obviously but we're hanging out but no there was some fun little antics that we did and and things like that but like i said those are classified those aren't going to be shared. classified <laughs> <laughs> only a few know <laughs> we'll just keep it as that <laughs> you, you have to have really tight lips because you must be a great chaplain because i can usually draw these things out of people <laughs> that ain't happening <laughs> no so, it's, it's good so if somebody is interested in becoming a chaplain yeah you, you've said that there's a need you there's know there's a big need so so what are some of the things that you might suggest if somebody's curious about possibly becoming a chaplain do you how much do you need to know yeah are, how much do you need to know about other faiths and other religions yeah what kinds of things can you tell us about that yeah so being a chaplain um typically um someone's going to be involved already with the religious organization and you can typically ask if your denomination and ask hey i'm thinking about being a chaplain can you put me in touch with the right person? And from that point on, though, they can guide and direct you in that aspect. Um, you, there's an, and there's a lot of avenues for, mil, for chaplain. There's military chaplaincy. There's um, private sector chaplaincy. Like Tyson's Foods has a chaplain team that helps them out. Because That's people cool. understand that there's to have on-site kind of religious support and care and a little bit of counseling that's not in your reporting structure is is important for mental health um and there's um so there's you know the army there's hospital there's private sector and then there's actually just kind of like even like in the police force um uh, they, they have chaplains that are there to help out too so there's there's a lot of avenues for for becoming a chaplain and they can get in touch with their denominational headquarters on that if they're non-denominational um, you know, they can get in touch with me, myself. I can help them out and understand what that might look like. If they know somebody that's in the military, they can get them in contact with a recruiter and the recruiter can kind of share with them a little bit. But, but the, the, the quick statement on it is you have to have a four years degree and then you also have to have a uh, master's degree. 
And after that, then you have to have usually two years of experience out past your master's degree. So you can see it's a 10-year process just right there. And so that's why most chaplains, you know, they're late 20s, early 30s when they're fully a chaplain and all of a sudden I have images of Father Mulcahy from MASH going through my mind. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And they're they're doing waivers, so um, waivers mean here's what our regulation states and here's the rules to, in order to be a chaplain. You have to have X, you know, you have to be so old you, or you can't, you can't be older than X. You have to have um, certain, you know, can't have any surgeries or broken bones or whatever the case is. But if it's been, you know, 10, 15 years, then maybe you can get a waiver for that. And right now I know that they're doing waivers for chaplains that are older than 40 in some of the branches. So once again, that's why talking with the recruiter, trying to see a little bit about that, um, what that might look like, but start that process in it. And, and then there's also ways to just talk with the hospital. Hey, I'd like, I'm thinking about being a chaplain. What do you guys, what is your requirements? Um, and then also just look for some of these private sectors like, um, like I said, Tyson's Food has some. I know that there's other private sectors that actually have uh, chaplains on in, in the company that they can go to. You can call and see that or search, you know, chaplains have, at such and such a company. I have friends that are chaplains. There's two, two guys. Well, there's actually three, but I know two of them personally that are chaplains out at the airport. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so, they just, so yeah, there, there's a lot of different fields lot of for different chaplaincies. Ways. That's, that's yeah. true. And so much else on like knowing the different faith groups and stuff. There's an acquaintance. It doesn't need to be like, hey, I can tell you everything about <laughs> Sikh right now. I can tell you everything about Sikh. You know, I can tell you everything about um, Hinduism right now, right? There, But there's an awareness of it. And main thing is you have to be able to work with them without compromising your own faith traditions and without violating theirs. Yeah. And that's kind of a unique kind of a role on it. Um, but that's a big thing. Um, assisting without compromise, helping without compromising your that's own cool. values. And, and knowing what to to say and to not say. Yes, because you're there for that person and to help them out. And if they start asking questions, they're obviously coming to a chaplain. So obviously you can share your faith. Um but yeah, something to look at within the rules and the regulations of what they kind of share and what they say you can and can't do and stuff. Military is a little different on that. And that's a, uh, and that's a good thing in the way that they, hey, the Department of Defense went ahead and authorized this stripe of your, your, your belief system and they wrote it up and they said, you're good to go so you can practice it, you know, kind of stuff. That's good. Don't have to be a vanilla chaplain. So if any of our listeners would like to contact you for some reason, to connect with you for some reason, how's yeah. the best way they can reach you? The easiest way too is I've got a phone and it's easy to remember. My number is 208-888-6283. Um, back when I was selling real estate full-time, that spelled Nate. So it's 208-888-NATE, 208-888-NATE. So what that spells out. And uh, that'd be probably be the easiest way to get in touch with me. Just don't, I don't want any extended car warranties. I don't want to join any sort of multi-level marketing things. No, I, I don't need Sensi. I am, everything's great. You know, I, I, we're good. On, only serious I calls. I serious calls at God Essential Oils. We're all great. Just only calls about this, please. I love it. That's, see, I told you, he's a stand-up comic. It's, you don't want your car warranty expiring. Okay. Nate, thank you so much for joining me. Look, thank you for here we do. We, we ran the clock out of time here again. We go. Thank you so much. 
Folks, this brings our time to an end for this week. You can read more of Nate's story in our current edition of Christian Living Magazine. You can pick your copy up or read it online at christianlivingmag.com. We invite you back next week when we have another special guest in store for you, someone who will encourage you with hope and inspiration. Until next time, God bless. This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout the Treasure and Magic Valleys and in Central Idaho through McCall. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.